overseas had a meister, the Bitcoin meister, the disrupt meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is October the 22nd, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is next. Bitcoin, this game is not rigged. Golden age of the 2020s. This is where the big boys play. I'm offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. All right, dudes. Five-digit realm. Hello, my elite friends. If you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat. I'll get to your questions, you fiat freaks. Another day. And another new 2020 high. Oh, yeah. That's what we are, we've been experiencing these last few days. Uh, tomorrow, noon, Baltimore time. That's 9 a.m. in Los Angeles. This week in Bitcoin, Alex Spetsky, Al's Lacrosse, and Reed Womack all return. I'm giving you some homework. Alex just published a new article, Bitcoin and Lockdowns evolving from a luxury into a necessity. It is linked to below. I haven't even done my homework yet and read it. So read it. Alex is a great writer. Alex is a great guest. Alex is a manly Australian. There are not that many of them left, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so let, let us, uh, let's talk about today, okay? How many days in the history of Bitcoin have uh, has the high been $13,000 or higher, okay? I'm not talking about closed at $13,000 or higher. That's even less. It's something like 41 days, including I think yesterday it might have got up to $13,000. It's definitely at $13,000 right now, you fiat freaks. So I'm just putting it into perspective, okay? There's only been 41 days like this in the history of Bitcoin. So yeah, be happy, value your wealth in Bitcoin, but know that we're definitely entering a new stage here. Uh, to say the least. And we're going to get, that's what this show is about. All the different ways that the fiat free price uh, is setting records, is about, is approaching new records. We're one day closer to all sorts of happy times. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're a new, a new normal, should we say? Uh, well, yeah, every 210,000 blocks, we have a new exciting normal. Think of it that way. It's, it's beautiful. Now, something that is, uh, this is linked to below, Yassine Arc reminds us that the 12-month moving average or the 365-day moving average, whatever you want to say, call it, okay, is at an all-time high right now in terms of Bitcoin, in terms of United States dollars uh, for Bitcoin. So let's, let's uh, pound that like button, first of all, people. And I see there are people over there in the chat screaming and stuff. Uh, one day closer to a new all-time high, says uh, Roman Q. Yeah, you better believe it, brother. Now, uh, what do we have here? If Bitcoin hits 30,000 next year, this is from Kui uh, Kuao. I can't pronounce the dude's name. It's linked to below. If Bitcoin hits $30,000 next year, I'll continue to live frugally as I always have over the last 30 years. All you need to live a fulfilled life is health, family, friends, and being quietly wealthy enough that you can say no to anybody. Nothing more than that. Not the material desires. That last part there, 
being quietly wealthy enough that you can say no to anybody. That is the freaking Bitcoin overlay. I agree with that, dude. Bitcoin hits $30,000 next year. You know I'm strong hand 2024. I'm not doing anything insane. I live in my happy life the way I've been living it, traveling around, and uh, I'm able to say whatever I want, and I'm able to say no to anyone. That is the true freedom of the Bitcoin overlay, knowing that you have all that Bitcoin in your freaking back pocket, gaining a fiat value, and no one can take it away from you, and you are in great freaking financial shape. All right, dude. So- yeah, I'm not doing anything impulsive when we get to that all-time high one day closer to it. Now, I want to give a shout-out to England. I was watching a UK Bitcoin Master show earlier, and somebody in the chat said that uh, Bitcoin is very close to 10,000 British pounds. It might actually have surpassed 10,000 uh, British pounds right now. It's, it's very close. And does that really matter that much? Well, we, we do have a lot of British people in in Bitcoin, it, it, it's not nothing compared to the American influence, and uh, so I'm, psychologically, I'm sure it's it's waking up a few British people, and that's nice. But since since we have Tether and all these, uh, what, what are these uh, stable coins? They're they're basically all valued in the United States dollar. Okay, so uh, I mean. If you're going to do the fiat translation, it's always in the United States dollars. It, it just it just that's the way America dominates. And there are all these people that I mean, this is a reminder that the United States dollar will remain the world reserve fiat currency uh, and that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency could help strengthen the United States uh, dominance in people's heads because big, the structure is already in place to pedestal the dollar in cryptocurrency. So as more and more smart people and 80 percenters find out about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, they, they, they are still have those natural fiat free tendencies. And the structure that's out there is to still value them in dollars. So uh, it, it could it could strengthen the, the United States dollars uh, uh, world reserve uh, status in terms of the, the fiat land. And, and also what I thought about when we're talking about 10K uh, pounds. In the following countries, you, sh you should not be holding any uh, of, of the local fiat currencies. This is from Alistair Milne. Countries where Bitcoin has hit a new all-time high in their local currency. Brazil, population of 209 million people. That's pretty big right there. Uh, Turkey, 82 million people. Argentina, 44 million people. Sudan, Angola, Venezuela, and Zambia. Okay, And he says soon Russia and Colombia. Well, of course, Russia's a freaking backwater. I mean, <laughs> there was some article on one of, I think, on one of the generic uh, Bitcoin sites today, news sites, saying uh, someone like saying that the the digital ruble will be dominant. I mean, I just <laughs> after everything that I just said, I mean, that, that that's 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 laughable. There, I mean, that that's that's saying like, the, I mean. There's more hope in Brazil than freaking Russia. I, I would definitely rather be in Brazil than Russia any day of the week. Pound that like button. But yeah, no, no shock that uh, that uh, eventually uh, Bitcoin will soon, soon reach a new all-time high in rubles. Why anyone in their right mind would be holding rubles is beyond the, it's just comprehension at this point. Okay, so – and then he says, then all other fiat currencies. 
Yes, you're absolutely right, Alistair. We're one, to, we're one day closer to an all-time high in every single friggin' fiat currency, but it's really close uh, in, in terms of those ones that you uh, – well, the ones – it's already broken some of them, and then, of course, it's, it's close to in Colombia and Russia. Oh, wretched Russia. Oh, God, must be so horribly cold there right now. I feel bad for you dudes over there. Um, no, I, I don't feel bad for the ones of you that – that hate me because of my religion, of course, but um, the, the nice ones that you are there, over there, I feel bad for, uh, that are stuck in that freezing cold. Now, uh, Chamath, the, the billionaire, uh, smart American uh, entrepreneur. Oh, no, he's Canadian, isn't he? Or he, he's both. I don't know what he is. Uh, he grew up in Canada, excuse me. Uh, he's of Sri Lankan descent, right? He says, after PayPal's news, every major bank is having meetings about how to support Bitcoin. It's no longer optional. Pound that like button. Well, I don't know about every major bank, but dude, um, I understand what you're trying to say there. It's it's becoming really mainstream in the corporate world now uh, due to a lot of factors that we have covered on the show uh, quite extensively from MicroStrategy to Square to now PayPal. And yes, banks are going to have to adapt, adopt. It's great. It's great. Uh, so retweet this, dudes. Uh, I'm putting this out there for you live chatters right there. You can just click on it. Um, and here, here's there's a question here. Do you guys ever find yourself playing with your silver stack? <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm not selling silver. I just like it even though Bitcoin is better. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> You're in Russia, too. So I'm, you're one of the Russians I feel bad for, man. That made me feel real bad for you. Dude, <laughs> that anyone even has silver still after watching this show, I mean, it's a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You, you made me laugh. Oh, God. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. I mean, I mean if you want to, like, get – if you want entertainment, like, watch a free TV show. D don't stack silver. <laughs> I mean, if you want a hobby, do something that's free. And liquidate anything that is of value that's uh, losing value. I, I, I mean, just, <laughs> I, I mean, you sound like the dudes that are like, yeah, I like, I like holding on to my uh, my, my B cash. I, I like holding on, it's just like, just like holding on to it. It's fun to hold. Why? It's gone down completely in value. You should have bailed out a long time ago. Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. All right, all right, all right. let's go back. I mean, silver stack, I mean. <laughs> oh, God, it's such a joke. Gold, I mean, I, I don't mean to pick just on silver. Gold's just as big of a joke. In, in, well, no, silver's worse. <laughs> all right, all right. What are we getting here? I mean, is is PayPal about to, are you about to be able to sell, sell buy silver on PayPal? and I mean, are, are, is, is Chamath buying silver? Is is uh, Paul? I mean, are, this is it's a thing of the past. It's it's a, it's something that uh, doomers just still have. How can you be a doomer in the 2020s? <laughs> and, and so, how can you be a silver? I mean, well, actually, I can see how people could be. If you watch the mainstream media, you're sad and, and you're hopeless, and maybe you think, yeah, the end of the world is. It's not. It's not, this is such a great time to be alive. And if, if you understand the technological revolution we are, you know, part of right now, why would you want to deal with something that cavemen deal with? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, okay, now, what do we have here? Then, uh, okay, we got PayPal. 
Okay, Paul Tudor Jones. So don't put Paul Tudor Jones on a pedestal or anything out there. He got himself into the Bitcoin news again. He, he is correct about some of the things that he's saying. My point here is that more and more CEO types like him, more and more corporate rich dudes like him, and, and good for them becoming for becoming rich, uh, are going to be talk are, are going to be talking about Bitcoin uh, as a treasury asset for for whatever to beat inflation. That it, you know, it's it getting in on it now is like getting in on uh, Google and Apple. Of course, I said that back in 2015. Pound that like button, and I wasn't just talking; I was walking. All right, <laughs> buying that means now. Uh, so just compare this to December of 2016, uh, 210,000 blocks ago. Uh, there was no one even close to. Uh, there were zero CEOs talking about buying Bitcoin and appearing on. Uh, MSNBC or CNBC or wherever the heck he appeared on. I don't have cable TV. Who would waste their money on that nonsense? Uh, now, uh, but here, here we go. Uh, Bitcoin has this enormous contingent of really, really smart and sophisticated people who believe in it, Jones said. It's like investing with Steve Jobs in Apple or investing in Google early. Yeah, dude. Welcome to 2015. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but hey, it, it, is, it is still pretty darn early, though, uh, Paul Tudor Jones. Although, I mean, with this PayPal news, I mean, within a year, it, it, we're not going to be in like, you know, that big curve, that, that bell curve when, when we're like, people are, are still saying we're in like the super duper early adoption stage. Uh, now, once the once the eighty percenters think they own Bitcoin through PayPal, we're not there anymore. Okay, and that's by the end of twenty twenty one, we're not there anymore. Okay, we, I, I can see we're mo we're moving up that a uh, bell curve there. All right, it's I'm not going to be able to say it's still super early. Uh, come uh, once PayPal, once the eighty percenters are buying on PayPal, it's just it's it's. You're watching this in the future, yeah, you're wishing you got in on, on this date. October of 2020, no doubt. But uh, what, what do we have here? Uh, we are in the uh, first inning of Bitcoin, and it's got a long way to go. I agree it's got a long way to go, but we're going to enter that second inning pretty soon, dude. Uh, this public, uh, the public, so, and Tordemister uh, said the public so far is completely unaware of what's happening. Google searches are still at a mere 7% of the 2017 peak. Okay, I, I, I agree. In general, the public is pretty clueless about Bitcoin, but the PayPal thing, it's, yeah. So, and about to get into that second inning of, of the Dodgers versus Tampa. Now, uh, billionaire investor Paul Tudor Jones calls Bitcoin the best inflation trade as the token surges, uh, the token surges above $13,000. Okay. The rally is still only the first. Okay, we got that. Long-term thinking there on your part, dude. I'm glad you're, you you noticed that the United States is printing a lot of money. And yeah, it is the best inflation trade. No, not silver, not gold, Bitcoin. All right. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. Just like location, location, location for all you real estate freaks in San Francisco. Now, <laughs> uh here is a let's go to Turtemeister talking about altcoins real quick. I thought this was funny. Altcoins are like political candidates. They make big promises. Some of the boring ones do surprisingly well. And in the long run, you feel betrayed. Uh, and he said he meant it lighthearted. Uh, it started when I noticed that PayPal now supports Litecoin. 
Then I thought of how it's probably been included because it's been around for so such for such a long time and is bland enough not to offend too many people. Yeah, that that probably is. They they want to diversify for diversification. For so not, why not you why don't hand why not include uh, the uh, some least offensive popular for no reason uh, Joe Blow boring uh, altcoin. That's a top tier one. So what politician does Litecoin remind you of? What strategy, political strategy, does Litecoin remind you of? Litecoin is the Joe Biden of altcoins. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Just, you know, catching a ride with the rest of them. Yeah, okay, he's been around a while. Yeah, okay, now he's going to run for president for a fifth time. Oh, yeah, well, we'll just include him on the ticket. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really, you know, he's the, he's the silver to... Hillary's gold. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Okay. So <laughs> watch the Beyond Bitcoin show if you want to hear more about the politics and current events and, and all that stuff. So, okay, talking about records again, Bitcoin's market cap is, is getting real close to a quarter of a trillion dollars again, which is a quarter of the way to a road on the road to a trillion dollar Bitcoin market cap, which we are on a road to, as Andy Hoffman has pointed out, as Dan Tapiero has pointed out, road to a trillion dollar market cap. That just means uh, you know, 50 some thousand dollar Bitcoin, five digit realm, but a pretty glorious five digit realm. I'm patient. We're one day closer to that. Now, I wanna, I'm going to go back. Okay, we got a question here. A one, two, three, no scope said the speed Bitcoin. Space is moving at is astonishing. Makes me wonder what 2025 will look like. I remember uh, finding your channel in the summer of 20, uh, 2017 and never stopped stacking since. Awesome. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, and all, I just want to point out, yeah, we are. It's accelerating. It's accelerating yeah, because we're going to be in the second inning soon. We're going to be we're going to definitely be in the second inning soon. And PayPal is, is, is definitely helping with the 80% uh, or acceleration. And they're welcome to be here. Anyone's welcome. Anyone is welcome to be here. All I own is Bitcoin. Yes, that is that is my portfolio too. That is, that's crypto portfolios. What a ridiculous term. It's just Bitcoin, baby. Okay, moving to the next topic at hand. I see Taval, the Canadian, is in the house. He's getting way too excited. He's screaming about six-digit round. Let's take one step at a time, five-digit round. And don't worry, we're at $13,000 right now. we got a United States election coming up. It, it, it could definitely get back down to a very close to $10,000, no doubt about it. On that date, November 3rd, uh, mark your calendar, people. Weekly support from Gregor Kovacs. He uh, has a strong hand. He said $4.99, $4.99. Thank you, Gregor. I always really appreciate it, dudes. Um, okay. Now I, I'm, I want to talk about PayPal. What I said yesterday could really cause, and someone had a great question yesterday in the chat. And that's why I love when you guys give me questions because you make me think and make me come up with ideas on, on the spot. And PayPal could really start off a lobbying effort, uh, to get, well, really accelerate the lobbying ever effort to get the federal government of the United States to uh, not tax uh, Bitcoin transactions 
that are less than a thousand dollars or whatever, they're not going to be taxable events. But because as as you know, right now the government, uh, you got to worry about how much you paid for the Bitcoin originally, and then how much it's worth now, and report the difference, your profit on, on what you just purchased. Um, it this also leads a PayPal to show you. Um, since if, if you're do, if you're buying your Bitcoin through PayPal, God forbid, uh, they ease, they know what you paid for it because you just bought it through them. And the only way you can sell it is through them also. So they just might show you the difference right there and say, report, this is your reportable profit. But I really do hope that they, uh, they go for the lobbying effort. They join the lobbying effort so they don't have to build such a mechanism on their site. And so it just it, it makes it easy to transact in, in, in Bitcoin, uh, which I mean, again, I'm offended by selling, but some people are not. And since, since PayPal has a complete closed loop system uh, with Bitcoin, you, you don't actually hold your Bitcoin there at all. You don't really have Bitcoin when you're on there. You just take their word for it uh, that you don't have to deal with any Bitcoin addresses at all. And I think. This is uh, Bitcoin addresses right now scare people away so that you don't have to deal with Bitcoin addresses and you think you own Bitcoin. It'll attract some people. And I think it's going to lead other companies to develop closed loop systems where they control every aspect of Bitcoin sending. Uh, like sort of like a Coinbase does right now, you know, but Coinbase allows you to sell, send Bitcoin between accounts without using a Bitcoin address, apparently. And just just if you have a closed loop system where, where addresses are easy, then you can partner with other companies that, that do the same thing that you do and do all these Bitcoin off chain transactions. So there might be little uh, conglomerations set up uh, of different companies that agree like, hey, we've got people who hold Bitcoin here and we will allow them to send Bitcoin between each other. All, all sorts of new things could happen. This model, and I know a lot of people don't like this model at all because you don't really own your Bitcoin, but uh, PayPal could facilitate this very easily. They're, they're very, they're masters of moving money around. So they could, they could come up with some, uh, if you can, Owning Bitcoin without the ability to withdraw the physical Bitcoin, okay? They could start a trend there in Bitcoin owning, which is not really. So, dudes, don't get caught up in those closed loops uh, systems that, that might uh, come out, which seem very easy for 80 percenters and seem really uh, tasty for 80 percenters, tempting for 80 percenters to join because they don't have to deal with uh, addresses. Learn how to send the Bitcoin, okay? <laughs> so, so that you really have your Bitcoin because this, this, this uh, PayPal thing is not about uh, sending Bitcoin. It's just not about sending Bitcoin. Sending Bitcoin is a very important aspect of owning Bitcoin. Now, Dennis, thank you very much for made, making an awesome uh, clip tweet, a tweet clip of me from 2016 telling people to just you know, definitely hold on to at least one Bitcoin uh, in, in 2020 it was definitely an early uh, version of my uh, Stronghand 2020 Bitcoin having uh, catchphrase, you, what, what you found out there. So it's linked to below. You guys can retweet it. UK Bitcoin Master retweeted it. Pound that like button. Pound that retweet button. And this PayPal story, by the way, it sounded so familiar to me. And yes, back in June of this year, 
there was a rumor that PayPal was going to do it, but it was just a rumor then. Now, when PayPal has a freaking press release about it, obviously the market gets real excited. But I think the market got sort of happy uh, back when it was just a rumor too. So some rumors do come true. That's nice to know. Hey, speaking about retweet, retweet my awesome clip from September of 2014 where I tell people to buy $420 Bitcoin. Uh, I've got my hair. Need, I need a haircut. I'm wearing my Orioles shirt because they had just uh, clinched the playoffs. They just clinched the American League East. And uh, so things have changed that, that way. Haven't they? Uh, but I'm like, if you get this uh, much Bitcoin, uh, you'll be in great shape. And uh, yes, if you follow my advice, then the Bitcoin you would have purchased uh, that day would be worth $300,000 now. Oh, pound that like button. It's one of my favorite tweet clips I put out there. It's at the top of Tech Vault on Twitter. It's my pinned tweet right now. It's a fun one. People enjoy it. There are all these people that say, oh, I wish I would have been following you back in 2014. I bet you do. I bet you do. Now, okay. Uh, so let's talk about the monthly close. Uh, the great Rocky Palumbo tweeted about this. And I have talked about this. How my theory is that Bitcoin won't reach its all-time high in uh, breaking its monthly close all-time high until uh, December 31st at, at the earliest, okay? But we right now, uh, you know, there's a lot of momentum. And Rocky defines Bitcoin's all-time monthly high as 13880 There's some that define it a little bit higher than that, like 14000 So will, will October end? With that number, I'm not saying it will. I don't. I don't think it will. I don't think October. I don't think October 31st we're going to break uh, 13,800. I don't think it's going to close. Now, before then, we, we might get over there. It, I mean, but I don't think we're talking about monthly close here. Now he says 138. That that number is Bitcoin's all-time monthly highest close. When we get a higher monthly close, what do you think will happen? Okay. What, what do I think will happen, Rocky? I'm going to tell you what I think happened. When we did, last time when we did it, okay, it wasn't the next month, but the month after that, breaking the the monthly all-time high became like a new thing. Every month, you would break the monthly all-time high. So once we do it, it's going to be a trend, okay? Now, break, and also breaking the all-time high period is going to become normal. Slight after that. Now, last time around, things were a little bit different. Uh, 210,000 blocks ago, when we were, or a bit, well, now it's more than 210,000 blocks ago. Soon, December 31st is going to be 210,000 blocks uh, since Bitcoin uh, first broke its all time high of from the Mt. Gox era. You get my point, okay? But at, when we, we had a situation, where the all-time high was is much higher than the monthly close all-time high, so it's gonna there'll be a little bit of lag from the time that we start beating the monthly all-time high to when we can beat the all-time high. But but it, it will happen. So that's what it means. The the signal that the the beating the monthly all-time high, okay, closing all-time high. It's it's a good for you fiat freaks out there. It's going to start a lot of positive trends. So that that's the answer to the question there. It'll be in, you'll get used to it every month. December thirty first, uh, February twenty eighth, 
March 31st, it'll keep, it'll be higher every, every month. It'll be great. And sometime around then it'll be higher than uh, 19,600, the, the all time high. All right. Now uh, I just want to read. And basically if you, it was February 28th, 2017, uh, when it, when it broke the month, the previous monthly high of November 20, uh, November 30th, uh, 2013. All right. So it translates in 210,000 block terms, as I said, to December 31st, 2020. You can look up all the dates and all the old prices. It's linked to below. It's at CoinMarketCap. It is in spreadsheet form. So if you want to see all these numbers that I'm quoting and see what the monthly closing all-time highs were, what the all-time high was, what it was 210,000 blocks ago, what it, what it was 46 months ago, check it out. Okay. Now – the following thing uh, that Melton lady had a theory about this. We, we have somebody, I think someone's spamming the, uh, the uh, chat right now. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, uh, you can keep doing that dude. Cause I don't, I don't have a moderator or anything. If that, if you get jollies that way, be my guest. All right. Now, uh, because there's, there's no sensor here in Bitcoin Meisterland. Pound that like button. Now, uh, if this is true, what this Melton lady says, uh, it's a good theory, okay? It's an interesting theory. Then it's going to inspire – okay, what is the theory? Let me see what it is. PayPal might issue its own cryptocurrency soon, says CoinShares executive. Yeah. I I mean I don't really see that happening because I think they want to – they don't want to mess with regulation too much. This is – what they're doing see, is going to make them a lot of money, so why complicate matters? But I think it would be awesome if they came up with their own coin because Libra, Facebook Libra is doing it. Compete, don't complain. I think all private companies should be able to come up with their own coins. So, And it will inspire other companies to do it. And it will just be more hype for cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. But I don't, I don't see them doing that. But maybe she knows something I don't know. Uh, it's linked below if you want to read that article. But I, I don't see why they would really do that at this point. Uh, you know, why don't they try out what they're saying they're going to do? Uh, with, with selling and buying Bitcoin. Now, uh, another reminder, during a, a period of time like this, where Bitcoin is uh, surging for you fiat freaks, some of you get weak hands. Having a strong hand can be harder to have during good times like this. So I, again, I take you back to the uh, that guy's tweet, Kuo Kwang's tweet. He's If it's $30,000, he's holding on to it, Okay. He's 2024 strong freaking hand. So don't get this. Don't get freaked out. Don't end. Don't don't end up you know selling your Bitcoin, having to write a tremendous check to the United States government now. Okay, don't don't, don't worry about that. Don't don't get into that that land. Have a strong hand. All right. People are always like, oh, you got to take a little bit off the table. No, that's not that's not the slogan around here at all. It's conviction. It is collect those freaking crypto dividends. That's your freaking interest. That's what you take off the freaking table, okay? You get the uh, crypto dividend, you, you, you get some uh, Bitcoin because of that. All right. May there be some new ones soon. Who knows? Uh, in time, long-term thinking. Now, what else do we have here? Oh, yeah. And again, it's, it's, this is all about making your own decisions, guys. Thinking instead of blindly worshiping, okay? You don't pedestal. 
you can synthesize a lot of people's ideas into your own original one. So that's why, you know, I, I do, you know, I'll talk about guys like Paul Tudor Jones, Michael Saylor, whatever, who are people just, some people blindly worship them and, because their ideas, you should know their ideas, you synthesize them, you combine them, and you come up with your own original ideas based on their ideas and your own strategy, your own freaking system. Pound that like button. Now, Michael Saylor is, I mean, he is tweeting about Bitcoin so much. It, it's great. It's great. Good promotion. He is mastering social media. He really is. And is he doing it out of the goodness of his heart? No, he's doing that. So he's trying to help his company. He's trying to help his company. And now trying to help Bitcoin is helping his company. He's intertwined the whole thing. So Bitcoin goes up as, uh, well, his stock is going up as Bitcoin goes up. Okay. And there are a lot of you who want to diversify for the sake of diversification, who can't be for whatever reason, you don't want to be 100% in, in Bitcoin. And I know smart people who are just, they are buying MicroStrategy stock because of, of Michael Saylor, because of his love of Bitcoin. So as he becomes a bigger and bigger Bitcoin her hero, he knows more people are going to buy his stock. It's not just 80% are impulsive people that are doing it. It's, it's a lot of it's smart people I know are doing it. I am not advising to do that at all. But I'm just saying... Think about it. He's a smart guy. Part of his strategy is he, he's a salesman here. I mean, he's a CEO. He's got to be everything. And uh, yeah, him hyping up Bitcoin, he knows people are going to buy his stock. He knows his stock is going to go up uh, from, from uh, and yeah, dudes, I say, why not buy the thing that is the basis? I mean, you're, 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 you're creating a middleman here. If you know the basis for the 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 stock increase in MicroStrategy is their treasury backed by Bitcoin, and the guy uh, marketing it is is getting his marketing uh, mojo, his, his social marketing uh, prowess because of Bitcoin. Then just buy the real thing, buy Bitcoin. People, he, he's he's the big winner at, out of all of this. Okay, his stock is going up, and his uh, Bitcoin holdings are going up. So, I mean, you can help uh, boost his value, whatever. I'm just, uh, for me, <laughs> I am not even tempted for one second to go into that old school realm. Why? Why? What? I got to go E-Trade account or something? What the heck? Why? Just because, I mean, because the dude likes Bitcoin. I mean, he's doing a great job marketing himself. And you got you to hand it to him. you got to hand it to him. Okay. So I'm about getting, finally, we're going to leave you with how to get some free Bitcoin, a very, a little bit about Bitcoin, because I love, you know, acquiring Bitcoin through means of, uh, through free ways like this. And I have done this before. These are our buddies in Nashville. Uh, the uh, crew, Curiel, 30 Curiel, I think his name is Richard, uh, tweeted this out. If you haven't checked out Earn Carrot, I suggest you all do. You earn sats for helping the community. This project is spearheaded by Bitcoin Magazine and their team. Great job, guys. Also, a big thank you to Tech Vault for hosting their team members. Well, you're welcome, dude. And I'm always happy to have those guys in Nashville on the show. And yeah, you could do all these little things with them at Earn Carrot and earn a few Satoshis. It's fun. And all you need is a all you need is a an email address. So you can do it. You can have your uh, as I've suggested to everyone out there, you better have some kind of backup weird email address that no one knows is your real email address. 
one, one, a fakey or two or three or four or five. Uh, so yeah, you can use that over there too. And you can earn, uh, you can earn it privately a few sats uh, anonymously with your fakey. Okay. Is there anything else? Uh, yeah. Outhold the IRS says Roman Q. Actually, that's a really all that really summarizes a strategy of mine that, that, I, that I that I put out there that I've, I, I've said many times that right now the IRS can be kind of nebulous with your Bitcoin. Uh, you know, how are they going to tax you? You know, if you do something with your Bitcoin, well, maybe you just triggered something. Uh, that's why you should do nothing with your Bitcoin. But we, we do know that they treat it as a as an asset now and treat it, you know, it's long-term capital gains, short-term capital gains, but by 2024, it could just be regular money. And so that's why you out. So a, 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 a long-term capital gains, short-term capital gains, you don't have to, you don't have to pay. It is possible and God willing, it happens that in the future, in the United States of America, you don't have to worry about uh, paying tax on Bitcoin, uh, get quote unquote gains. And so, that is another reason why you don't sell it now when you know, when you know darn well, if you sell it for fiat right now, you're going to have to pay on your gains. You're going to have to pay tax on your gains. It is quite possible that people watching this in the future are laughing their toughnesses off at all the people who pay that tax that you don't have to pay in the future. So outhold the IRS. I got to put that in my uh, sayings there. Roman Q. So everybody, pound that like button. That's a saying you all know. Tomorrow noon, East Coast time, Baltimore time, New York time, Boston time, whatever you want to call it, is the This Week in Bitcoin show. It's going to be a fabulous <laughs> panel. So uh, pound that like button. I will see you guys at noon, uh, East Coast time tomorrow. Thank you. And wait, there's one other thing. Uh, do you think, uh, no, I don't think, uh, I don't think Hal is Satoshi. I don't think so. Okay, bye-bye. And it doesn't matter who he is. It doesn't matter who Satoshi is.